rise and shine rise and grind welcome back to clocked in with Corey. i'm your host Corey james and this is the life development podcast where i review how to choose growth and overcome adversity with a clocked in mindset meaning that we're committed to high performance and productivity against all odds no matter how hard it gets no matter how dark the times get we know that there is an option to remain clocked in. So we do our best as a community to support one another, right? By using different examples, different approaches, different perspectives on being clocked in and you know, doing the life work to make your life work. Now let's dive straight in. This is episode number 126 entitled, What is Burnout? Now, burnout is something that's um, very close to my heart because it's something that I've experienced firsthand. Not only that, but many of my peers in the professional workplace and also in life are experiencing or have experienced burnout as of late, specifically since 2020, since the pandemic began, since work stresses and fears of getting sick and fears of losing roles and concerns about family and all of these other concerns and challenges have come into our lives. Now, these things aren't new. These things were always there, but now they're a lot more prevalent. They're a lot more pressing. They're on all of your social medias. They're all over the news. There's all these challenges and things going on in the world. There's uh, Russia and Ukraine. There's what's happening there. There's the economy and the supposed housing crash that could happen or could be happening. There is whether the pandemic is still ongoing or has it ended. No one really knows. And with that, um, that gray area, that gray space that we often find ourselves in, a lot of questions are posed, but not only that, a lot of stress is inflicted and imposed upon us. A lot of stress is felt. So in these circumstances, burnout increases. It becomes more prevalent. So what exactly is burnout? According to the World, World Health Organization, uh, burnout was not classified as a medical condition until 2020. So it is now actually considered burnout syndrome, or we'll just call it BS because that's truly what it is. We'll come back to that. Burnout syndrome is conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Truly, it's a social phenomenon that has increasingly impacted the workforce over time, but there has been an aggressive increase in cases since the start of the pandemic, as I referenced. It's characterized by three dimensions, those being number one, Feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. We've all been there. And some people would even argue that that those feelings are so common that they shouldn't be considered, right? And then number two being increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativity and cynicism related to one's job. Now, I like to point this one out specifically for the individuals who once found joy and peace and, um, and fun and some sort of connection to their role. But now they may find themselves, you may find yourself dreading every single day. You may find yourself, even though the job is something that you enjoy and the people aren't terrible, and it's not a terrible toxic workplace environment, you may find yourself struggling to engage and connect and to see the big picture, right? You may find yourself feeling like you're treading water and like you're not making enough significant progress to find fulfillment. And number three is reduced professional efficacy. And for those that don't know, efficacy is described as the ability to produce 
a desired or intended result. So if you feel like you're, again, treading water and you're not getting the results that you want, then you may be on the verge or already experiencing burnout. And you may ask, why is that even a concern? Like if everyone's going through it, is it really that big of a deal? Well, as a manager, as a leader, right? As someone who is a mentor to younger individuals coming up through the workforce and then even also older individuals deeper into the workforce and full-fledged into their careers, I can tell you that it is of a greater concern. And here's why. This is what burnout is affecting. From a business standpoint, absenteeism, right? How can you successfully run a business and continue to fuel the economy if you don't have your people there, the people who are the best at what they do, if they don't have the mental resiliency to stand up, stand present, and be prepared to take on the day, then how can you run the business? Employee turnover. Those people who don't show up, they don't always stick around. Sometimes the stress comes from them not being present physically, and other times it comes from them not being present mentally. But nonetheless, it can still lead to turnover and them feeling like they have to switch roles or switch companies and even switch states and countries, who knows, right? Just in order to get some form of relief. But what's unfortunate is that in many cases, if you're in full swing of burnout, that switch doesn't actually change anything. Instead, it just continues. It just delays it somewhat. But once you settle into your habits, your routine, once you settle into the motions, those feelings emerge again. They start to bubble up again. They build up slowly over time. And then they start to chip away at you and at who you are, at your highest self. And all of us need that fulfillment of being our highest selves. What else is it affecting? Burnout is affecting um, increased limiting beliefs in regards to career growth. You may be fully prepared to go to that next level in your career, but your insecurities may be overriding even your results that you clearly see and the things that you're clearly being told about how effective you can be in the workplace. Increased workplace anxiety. And recent studies show that a person experiencing burnout is 63% more likely to call in sick. Think about that, 63% more likely. And as the people experiencing burnout, that number, that percentage increases, 63% of those people calling in sick, you kind of see what I'm alluding to here, right? You see that it's a bigger issue than we may be actually giving it credit for. But if you can only see your role, your position, right? You can only see your specific task. Then again, that big picture may be, um, your blinders may be on to the big picture. So you may not be realizing how heavily it affects you. And let's just, let's take a moment and step away from how it affects you professionally. And let's talk about how it may affect you personally. If you're feeling energy depletion and exhaustion and mental distance from your job and you know reduced professional efficacy, then how would that show up at home? How might that show up with your children? How might that show up in your relationship? When you get home and you can't connect with your partner anymore, does the relationship last as long or stay as strong? Do your children feel valued and respected? Do your parents get the call of, you know, just saying, hey, I love you. I appreciate you. If you already are having mental health struggles and maybe you are already prone to to depression, is there an aggressive decline? Do you now fall down that slippery slope of mental health challenges 
without any clear guidance as to how to get back. See, that's why I discuss. That's why whenever I give presentations, it's about burnout because I hope, not not just hope, I plan to help people prevent burnout in their lives so that they can increase in all of these areas so that they can strengthen their relationships so that they can lengthen their careers so that they can increase their income so that they can feel confident and competent in the workplace and i feel like it's important and it's needed but again if people don't take advantage of it if they don't take that step then what can you do how can you find your way how can you find your way and my next question to you is what are the most common symptoms of burnout well, this is not question to you, but answer for you. It, and those are emotional, mental, and physical exhaustion, disengagement, increased absenteeism, isolation, higher sensitivity to feedback, emergence of physical symptoms, decreased productivity. All of these things become more prevalent. And that's why I wanted to expose burnout. That's why I wanted to call it out and I wanted to make it more present because truly just having these conversations makes you more empowered, right it makes you more educated and bringing visibility to mental health struggles and to burnout in particular it demystifies it it allows us to now have some open dialogue and some communication around what these things are and how these things work which is so important in our lives because once we can talk about these things we no longer feel as um, vulnerable to them we no longer feel quite as insecure. We no longer feel quite as isolated, quite as alone. And so often being alone, feeling alone, at least not actually being alone is the issue. Because once you feel, once you realize, excuse me, that so many more people are experiencing this simultaneously, then you can start to ask questions about, okay, if you experienced it in the past, how did you overcome it? If you're experiencing it right now, how can you overcome it? How can we transform our lives and how can we transform our perspectives? How can we transform our mindsets? And for those of you who don't know, who haven't been to one of my presentations or heard one of my talks in regards to burnout, let me just tell you that the core of what I teach are resiliency and the growth mindset as tools to combat, prevent, and overcome burnout. Because the resiliency is the ability to go through the hardship, the adversity, the challenge, the struggle, and to still get back up and to still fight back and to still stand strong in your core character with your big picture focus, right? And to bring your best to the table. Now, how do you create that resiliency? How do you create that resilience in your life to show up and to really be growth focused? Well, through healthy habits, the healthy habits that you implement into your life on an every single day or as, every day, or as often as you can basis, right? And it looks different for everyone, but the core of these things often seem so simple that people overlook them, they disregard them, they never try. So I'm challenging you today, try some of these things. Try your prayer, right? To whoever, to whoever it is you pray to, right? Uh, your meditation, um, your exercise, your activity, get out and walk a mile, go to the gym, get on the treadmill, be active, get your blood pumping and flowing, be present in those activities because being present in those activities helps you to be present when you need to in a professional environment, right? Um, journal, so you can just dump your thoughts and then analyze them. Learn how to prioritize. Speak to your human resources, right? Speak to your leader. Pick their brain about what their experience has been because it's much more common than you know. And again, we have to expose it in order to engage, in order to engage. 
So the question here is, what's, where's the hope? What can we do now? Will this ever change? Well, my, uh, my message to you in this episode, and the reason that I made this episode titled, What is Burnout? is to really call you up and call you out and to let you know that we are the change that the change starts with us it starts with you wherever you are whatever you're going through because i promise you if you look through your environment based on the statistics right statistics excuse me (laughs) based on the statistics wow uh if you look around at your workplace you're more than likely looking at someone who is has or will experience burnout you may also be that person and if you find yourself as that person then I hope that this is a path forward for you and if you feel like this you know glimpse at burnout isn't enough then follow along right you can join our text message community you can follow along on social media and there will be more communities and presentations to come matter of fact invite me out to your workplace have your leader reach out to us and we'll reach out to you we'll connect we'll figure out the logistics all those things but this is something that needs to be discussed soon enough really soon enough an ebook will be following that way it's a companion piece to help you on your journey to preventing and overcoming burnout now i'm gonna go and just finish up with how do we treat burnout again there are many approaches but these are just a few short tips these are six tips to preventing burnout according to Mayo Clinic. So one is evaluate your options and discuss specific concerns with your supervisor. Highly recommended. But find that trusted supervisor who is actually more a leader than just manager because then they'll better understand where you're coming from and there will be some empathy around what is happening. And I feel like as a leader, if you are a leader now, make sure that you're interjecting into your daily communication, some empathy and some questioning around how people are doing and what their focuses are and where they're trying to go. Number two is seek support. Whether you reach out to coworkers, friends or loved ones, support and collaboration might help you cope, which as I said, community. We're building a community right now that you are more than welcome to join. And if you don't know how, reach out at Corey James Presents on social media. Find me. We will connect and we will absolutely welcome you with open arms. Number three, try a a relaxing activity, right? Read a book, meditate, pray, go for a walk, see some nature, take a trip, go for a long drive if gas prices aren't crazy like they are right now. Number four is get some exercise. Number five is get some sleep get a good amount of sleep because you need to be well rested in order to be well engaged and then number six is mindfulness practice being mindful of where you are of what you're doing of what your true position is in life not just what your anxiety is telling you and to finish up i'll say that anxiety is anxiety is prevalent but it is not um it should not be life ending it should not be life threatening So if you need help and you find yourself um, a little bit closer to depression than it is just to burnout and anxiety and these things that we've been discussing, then seek help. Talk to someone. Have that conversation. It's so important that you do because life is already too short as it is, right? They say it's uh, too short when you do it wrong and too long when you do it right or the other way around, whichever. Nonetheless, my point is, 
I love you. I support you. I want to see you win. I want to see you grow. And I believe in your ability to do so and to overcome burnout. But you must do the work. And this is not meant to be a, um, a degree on overcoming burnout. This is meant to be an introduction. This is meant to start you on the path. This is meant to help you shift some activities. This is meant to expose you to some ideas. So I hope that you get something valuable from this podcast, from this experience, from this conversation. And I hope that as you see the results, you reach out, you connect, you improve, you explore, you develop, and you choose growth, and you stay clocked in. As always, it's Corey. It's been a pleasure. And until next time, stay clocked in.